we settle down to do this, having checked what number it's going to be for this part of the recording, and then as soon as I get to that this part of the recording and have to give the number, my mind goes completely blank and I forget what number episode we're on. Um, been quite a quiet week actually, I'm not sure I've got much to say but I'm sure I'll manage to fill in 20 minutes without too much problem. So welcome to episode 89 of Mr. Bert Pods. Yeah, it's been quite a quiet week, has to be said, although I potentially have some very exciting news. Uh, I wouldn't say if you've got a cup of tea, put it down. I wouldn't say if you're standing up, sit down. Uh, I wouldn't say if you're doing a bit of cleaning, stop. But uh, anyway, we'll come to that a bit later. I did take a couple of photographs today of the uh, on the way back from my run because I went a different way. Uh, of the extension as I've now got someone else who's obsessed with seeing uh, what the extension looks like I might put them on Instagram uh, I might put them on the podcast website uh, I'll see how I feel I just think you need to use your imagination that's what Mr Bert is all about um, use your imagination I'm not saying anymore so uh, yeah very uneventful yoga uh, session this morning uh, I was, she's gone into downward dog obsession, which is the only disappointing element at the moment. Um, I just can't do downward dog. I think I've said that I say this every single time, but I can't. So that didn't go down very well. But apart from that, I did some superb balancing on my left foot uh, for tree. Uh, I, my very first teacher actually was... Uh, she was adopted, who was she adopted? Swedish, she was adopted Swedish. She went back to live in Sweden, uh, adopted as in she was adopted as a child by uh, a Swedish family. She went back to Sweden, which is why I finished uh, lessons with her. And she said one memory she would always have was of my tree. Uh, I think it was probably because I was floundering around, waving my hands in the air, trying to desperately stand on one foot. Uh, while trying to look as if I knew what I was doing at the same time. I think that's what stayed with her. Uh, And then the teacher after that, uh, I don't think she collapsed laughing, but she did one lesson say that I moved my, what is it? It was sort of going from a sort of plank downward dog and you have to move one of your feet forward to get into a sort of runner's lunge type position. The way I got my foot forward was unlike anyone else she'd ever seen do it. I don't think it was unusual personally, and I still do it the same way. So I'm sticking by that. It's nice to know that I bring entertainment and joy and happiness into my yoga teacher's lives. Um, I was thinking today, actually, I don't know what my yoga teacher would do if she knew I did a podcast about her every Monday. But there we go. She's actually very nice. Uh, she did say she had a bad back and she couldn't do uh, things as uh, sort of well as she normally did, but I didn't notice any difference, to be honest. I don't think they know what a bad back is. Um, and uh, yes, that was all fine. She did give us a quote at the end. The poems have all stopped now. We haven't had a poem for a long time. But um, I couldn't hear what the poem was. Uh, I couldn't hear what the quote was. It was uh, too muffled. And then, of course, I came out of my mindful uh, shavasana at the end because I was trying to work out what the quote was. So that was completely pointless. I think that had the opposite effect as from the one it was meant to have. I'm just looking at this tomato plant, which uh, I think is actually 
now dying, dying, because the few leaves on it, the last tomato has been plucked, and the few leaves that were on it uh, have wilted a lot, and I've watered it a lot, and they're not unwilting. Uh, I'm presuming the hippie family have got a compost. I did text them earlier on, because uh, that's the sort of thing they have. Uh, I'm hoping they've got a compost and I can take it down and put it on that. Um, so yes, don't know why I brought that up really. Um, so the, yeah, so that was all jolly doodle with the yoga. And um, it's all a bit boring actually, I managed to do most of it. I did actually, was completely confounded by one thing she said. And then she did it on the other side and I realised I got my left and right completely muddled up. And what I thought she wanted me to do and what I thought was impossible would have been actually physically impossible for anyone to do it. I'm terrible with my left and right. I've got a sort of a minor block. My brother says he has it as well of uh, left and right. And it did. It got so bad with me, with people asking me directions and me sending them off in the wrong direction that I've actually stopped. Whenever I can, I won't give people directions without being rude or seeming to be rude. Uh, I really literally will say right when I mean left and left when I mean right. And so I've sent people all over the place. Um, and I've only realised once they've walked off what I've told them. So um, fortunately I can drive a car. The nightmare car situation would actually be taking a British car abroad to Europe. Because if I was in a right-hand drive on a left-hand road, drive road, uh, I'd crash the car, I think, within minutes. So then the road, the road runner, yeah, that's... Uh, Freudians in the roadrunner. I see myself as being roadrunner when I go for a run as opposed to the plodder. Uh, I did what I did last week. So, of course, Darren, who's made some cocky comment I haven't looked at yet. Um, it basically looks the same pattern as last week, but I ran it in reverse. I thought it was easier, actually. I thought it was the, I thought the uphill bits were more uh, intense and the downhill bits were longer and easier. But anyway, I did it quite a bit slower than the week before, so I don't know what was going on there. Um, but it was really, it was lovely today, actually. The sun's still out. And when I'm not um, about to pass out, because I've just run up a steep hill, uh, and my breathing's uh, sort of rhythmic and regular and everything, and I'm not puffing and panting and struggling, uh, I thought I'm really enjoying this. It was actually having a, like, having a nice walk, uh, which isn't to say I'm running at walking speed, because I'm not, obviously. So uh, that was all lovely. And then I got back. And I felt a bit, I did feel a bit wiped out. I'm still a bit spacey, actually. But um, that comes of a morning of exercise. Um, so I booked a haircut. Uh, I always have a little sit down when I get back from my run uh, for a couple of minutes. And then uh, about 40 minutes later, I stand up. And in that time, I booked a haircut. So I don't know why I'm showing that with you, really, because no one cares. Uh, although I do, because my hair is just dreadful at the moment. And... Um, what else? So yeah, so my amaryllis, uh, hippiastrum, it's not an amaryllis, it's hippiastrum. Now, my amaryllis hippiastrums in the past that I've grown have usually had two flowers on them. And at most I've had two stems and there's been four flowers on them. I've got three stems on this one. And so far I've got five flowers out and there's a potential five more buds. So there's potentially 10 flowers going to come out on it. So anyone looking at Instagram gets a day-by-day -day picture of my uh, hippiastrum. It's absolutely beautiful, actually. It's a really lovely white, just slightly off-white colour. And the flowers are very delicate and quite layered. I don't like blousy flowers normally. Um, blousy, as a description of flowers, is uh, not 
my choice of words actually it's a friend of mine says it and i've picked it up blousy meaning uh fancy flowers obviously where i come from harrogate always used to have the well they probably do actually the spring flower show and the autumn flower show and they were always full of blousy flowers uh, especially the autumn one because that was all full of what do you call those um chrysanthemums and uh gladioli and things like that i think it was quite famous for its cluster you never see chrysanthemums when did i last see a chrysanthemum yeah, well, that's a question we're all going to ponder, isn't it? It's very quiet outside. I haven't seen one single car or one single person. Uh, so that's the day, really, isn't it? Nothing going on and nothing's really gone on in the week. We did have the, um, I nearly said the thousandth performance, the hundredth performance of the show at some point last week. I can't remember when. Uh, that was an unmitigated disaster. Um, one of the leads uh what by me saying well that's just saying using a full letter word description of the what had just happened and the other lead said i'm not doing that again for another hundred shows <laughs> um so uh there was a major mechanical failure i'm not i shouldn't have thought it was awful major mechanical failure so uh which involved leaving a very big hole in the middle of the stage so that was a show stop uh i was beautifully calm has to be said uh, i went into my first full show stop mode almost i still haven't actually pulled all the buttons uh, levers and buttons and what have you that's supposed to be doing in a show stop but uh, i nearly got there this time and um yes it was all marvelous because i have to bring the house lights up on the audience so people can see we had an absolutely uh, the show gets a lot of kids actually sort of teenagers school groups i don't know if it's on the curriculum or something but anyway uh there were a very rowdy bunch of boys um who uh, i think one of them wolf whistled at one point during the show um it's a bit sad really um yeah but they seem to enjoy it anyway and then what happened and then the, one of the other big sort of climaxes in it uh just was all over the place <laughs> i don't know whether the audience would notice but i certainly did and um and then uh one of the actors uh, got a torn dress on the scenery so um it was a very successful <laughs> performance <laughs> um but yeah it's a bit weird i mean i haven't done 100 because i only do six a week but um i've done a lot uh, and I've just about stopped crying at the end, actually. I think in the past couple of weeks, I've managed to not cry at the end. When I say cry, I don't mean I'm breaking down and weeping, although I have done that a couple of times. Uh, it's just I get very teary. So, um, yeah, it seems to be trotting on, right? I don't know what the audiences are like, to be honest, but we're going on till April, May or something. I don't know, sometime next. I was going to say next year. We are now in next year, aren't we? We're in 2022. So talking about the play... Um, I've been writing a new play and uh, I've been giving the scenes to, in fact, the two actors that I just previously mentioned, who very sweetly read the first, unkindly read the first few scenes and said, uh, I mean, they they share a dressing room and they get on very well with each other. So they've literally just said, because people obviously can't bob in and out dressing rooms because of COVID. Um, they've just sat there between them and read it blindly. Um, and they said, oh, give us more scenes. So I gave them more scenes and they haven't been able to do that because of stuff going on. Uh, and then they came up to me on, when was it? 
one day last week and said, oh, we've read them. Uh, we've got notes. <laughs> we've never had notes from an actor before, <laughs> which is quite amusing. But um, they, so they went through them yesterday and they just gave me some really lovely pointers. And I think the trouble is when you're, you know, you're trying to get things published uh, or performed or whatever, because you're sending them off to people that read, you know, readers. Um, and what's lovely about having actors read a script is that actors are the people, I mean, not these two specifically, but they are performing it in their heads. They, you know, they can read it as a performance. And so they can, you know, their feedback on it is really valuable. Um, I really, admire, you know, these are high standard actors. They're not just anybody. Well, it's a dreadful thing to say, I don't mean that. But, you know, the, these are really two really, really good actors uh, and for them to be so complimentary, to be bothering to read and ask for more and to be giving me you no know, really constructive feedback. Um, I'm just banging the thing out at the moment, but, you know, this is stuff I can go through when I redraft. It's lovely. It's really kind of them. And, you know, there's no way they'd be doing it if they didn't want to. They just wouldn't. So um, that's really that's really lovely. It's made me really happy. So um, I'm going to keep trotting along with that play I'm going to do a bit more I've been trying to do a bit every day uh, but it all went out the window last week because of um, ugh, um, HMS I've, I left I've left my self-assessment tax too late I, I usually well I say usually but I put it in January last year because um, I went back to work and all that palaver pre-Christmas I just didn't do it um, and I was thinking in my head I haven't done much self-employed I hadn't had much self-employed work this year of course it's completely beside the point because it's the year before that I'm um, putting my tax in for and um, which I did an awful lot of teaching online and actually earned more than I've earned before because I got money from other bits and pieces as well so um somebody said to me because also there's I'm be getting a bit of money for I published I had some magazine articles published a few years ago uh, and I've been getting a bit of money back for those and um, it never crossed my mind that that's income until someone mentioned it to me so uh, I thought oh, I, better, I better say so I rang <laughs> I rang doesn't that sound such an easy verb I rang I rang HMRC to cut a long story short I think uh, after about was it two hours or something I got cut off seven times and then I got through to somebody uh, and she said, oh, yes, we can't do it. You, you can't put it in on your current uh, thing. Another part, department has to do that. I'll put you through. So she put me through to another department. And of course, while I was holding up, I got cut off again. So that was about eight. So this went on most of a day. I mean, I lost a day. I mean, it was about two and a half hours, I think, I spent on the phone. Uh, I got through again. I went eventually I went through the I think it was the next morning I went through the whole thing with the woman and I just said um Darren actually does I mean I've never seen this in practice but he says when he gets really angry over things like this he goes really calm so the more angry he gets the calmer he gets and if he's really really angry he falls asleep uh I always get hysterical which of course is the worst possible thing to do so I thought I'm going to do a Darren and I did I was brilliant I just stayed really really calm I talked really quietly it's a little bit threatening I suppose although I don't mean it to be but um but obviously they know that you're not going to start shouting at them that you are being and and I did a Darren as well I said look this is a solve this is um you know 
if if this is my situation, if I can't, you know, if you transfer me and I don't get through and I get cut off, can I do A, B or C? You know, these are suggestions I'm making. Uh, so, of course, we went through all that and I think she was quite pleased I did that. And she said, basically, I'll put you on hold. She's, I hope I've made a note on my account that all this is going on. And she said, basically, write a letter. Uh, if it doesn't work out, write a letter explaining what's happening, gave me the address and what to put in the letter. She was really helpful, it has to be said. So she put me on hold and uh, I got cut off. So I'd had enough at that point. So I basically I've put it all in on this form, this tax year, this year's tax form, uh, put copious notes on it and um, written them a letter and got it all posted off on the same day but honestly it was so it's only when you stop doing it you realize how stressful it is because um, it just it plays on my mind the whole time until I've got the the form off uh, I can't really relax and you know when you can't sort the form out because you've I think I got cut off 11 times um, and I think I was on the phone for about two hour 40 minutes most of it on one day and a bit more on it the next morning um, but also, I'm a lot calmer because of reading. I know, I know I'm begging on about this book, 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman, but I've actually calmed down so much. I just think I don't really care anymore. I can't do anything about the situation. I'm not going to look at it as time wasted. There's nothing I can do about this. It'll sort itself out. And of course, it has sorted itself out and it's all fine. Um, I did I, one of the uh, past years, she said I could actually sort out online. Uh, but I tried that multiple times and that just threw up a load of errors. I oh, just can't stand this. So I put both years through <clears throat> along with this year's. I mean, it's, you know, it's a petty amount of money, you know. There's these corporates uh, who remain nameless, who pay no tax. And then there's me getting cut up about being honest and putting every small amount of money in. Um, it's just pathetic, isn't it, really? Um, but anyway, I just don't want anyone ever going through my stuff and saying, oh, well, what, you know, why didn't you put that in? It's all done now. So, um, yeah, I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> so I didn't get an awful lot done. I just felt that overwhelmed me from, despite the fact it was only sort of a day and a half, it just sort of knocked me for six a bit. Um, so that's all done and in and I'm happy with that. So yeah, the news, uh, it's of course, it's about the cat. Um, Somebody's been going around the house. It's not a house, it's a flat. It's just, it's just you know, Darren. I don't, I don't, a lot of you don't listen to the podcast, but he's just got this thing about I live in a mansion with servants, uh, which gets dragged out every week on the mansion. And I've got a super yacht, of course, which at the moment uh, is being repaired because I grounded it and Jerwick Sands. It's just, you know, um, I don't live in a house, I live in a flat. Um, Somebody's been going around imagining the cat sitting on the sofa with us. Uh, they've not been very well, so they've been imagining the cat going in and looking after them, uh, except they didn't, apparently. Uh, this is uh, this is all in somebody's head. Um, uh, I think we're there, really. I think um, I said it would be better, actually, to imagine, as a friend of mine said, the worst. Their cat is, at the moment, uh, running around the house with diarrhoea and stinking the place to high heaven. So, uh, you know, imagine the worst, really. If you can cope with that, then that's fine. Uh, I don't know, I didn't really seem to understand that. But anyway, um, 
we've had a whole conversation today of, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get have to get this down. We're going to have to get the trays out. We're going to have to get the food dishes out. We're going to have to get the scratching posts out. We're going to have to get the cat gymnasium down. Uh, the cat gymnasium is one of those platform things that they uh, sit on and look out the window. Um, you know, discussion about what rooms uh, the cat can go into, whether it's going to get killed by the amount of books that are piled up that could topple over. Uh, I think with her, I can I think by the end of day or tomorrow, I'm going to be ringing up saying we'll, we'll take her. I'm not going to give any details of the cat because um, I don't want to. Uh, it might not happen. So uh, if the decision is positive, and I think it will be, I'll give details next week. And from then on, of course, every Mr. Burt Pods will be 20 minutes of me talking about the new cat. So anyone that's not interested in cats is going to have a boring time. So uh, I think some of you are going to be very excited about that. Uh, and uh, everyone seems to have COVID that I know at the moment. Not everybody, but uh, quite a few people are have COVID or seem to be around people who have got COVID. So I'm really sorry about that. I suppose it's just inevitable at this point, and I'm quite surprised I've not had it, but there we go. So uh, those of you who are not well, I hope um, you can't guarantee, you know, even with three champs, you can't guarantee what it's going to do to people. So I hope everybody is all right. And um, I think, uh, I think, I think I've said it all. Oh, I went to see West Side Story uh, Friday night uh, and uh, Muswell Hill, every band. I've forgotten it's such a beautiful theatre uh, cinema because it's what it, I think there's only two Odeon, uh, as were built Odeons left now. And the other one, ironically, is in Harrogate. Oops, someone texted me. And um, Odeon and Harrogate still run by Odeon. And I don't know what it's like inside. Odeon and Muswell Hill was taken over by every man who have just restored it to the beautiful interior deco, decor, deco, deco, 1930s interior. Uh, it's absolutely stunning inside. And I forget every time I go, because I don't go very often, it's very expensive. It's about 17, 18 quid. But to be honest, the amount of money they put into restoring that building and the seating and everything, and you know the quality of the size of the screen, the sound and the, the, the film itself is, is all stunning. And uh, I went to West Side Story, which was absolutely brilliant. Um, I didn't really want to see it because I didn't believe St Steven Spielberg could make a musical. I didn't really see the point in a remake. Uh, Steven Spielberg can make a musical. Uh, it's not really a remake. Someone I read described it as a, uh, a film that's in conversation with its predecessor, the original West Side Story which, film, which I thought was a beautiful thing to say. It's amazing. Uh, it's probably disappearing out of the theatres, the cinemas now, but if you can see it on the big screen, because it's just uh, fantastic, especially for like musicals, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, so on that high note of, uh, oh, someone's back from wanting their tea, uh, I need to finish. So uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs>